The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Happy Hour. Giving everyone a minute or two to come into the room. Can you hear me all right? Okay, great. Thank you. And here everybody comes. <laughs> so I remember to press record, Neil. You'll be happy. <laughs> and thank you, Neil, for posting in the chat um, the link to our Google group so people can stay in touch. Welcome. Very happy everybody is here this evening. And um, one of the fascinating aspects of these four main practices we do during happy hour of loving kindness, compassion, appreciative joy, <clears throat> and equanimity is what they share in common. One of the things they share in common is they could all be seen as aspects of cultivating what are considered the two great wings of liberation, which are compassion and wisdom. These two great wings, when developed in balance so that both are strong, enable us to fly towards freedom from dissatisfaction, stress, and suffering. Um, the qualities of heart that we cultivate during happy hour are predominantly aspects of the great wing of compassion, but over time, maybe you've already noticed this, they may also contribute to the development of wisdom. Another fascinating aspect of each of them is that they take or can take as a starting point a full acceptance of the way we and other human beings are. Uh, we bring to heart and mind a sense of the person for whom we're sending wishes of kindness, compassion, sympathetic joy, or equanimity exactly the way we know them right now. We don't need to idealize them or only think of uh their wonderful qualities, although that's a great place to start to fill your heart is with their wonderful qualities. Um, and by saying we can start uh, with the full acceptance of the way this person or ourself is, I don't mean that we agree with everything the person is doing and saying or has done and said in the past. In fact, we might be sending wishes to a difficult person or to difficult aspects of ourselves that have had undesirable consequences. So by full acceptance, I mean we acknowledge things as they've come to be in this moment. This is the way I've experienced this person or myself up till now or right now. If the person to whom I'm sending wishes of kindness is my benefactor, perhaps I've had terrific experiences of how they are. 
if the person is my so-called difficult person, perhaps I've suffered actually from things that they've said and done. So when we do these practices of sending kindness, compassion, sympathetic joy, or equanimity, when we're doing these forms of what is called sublime abiding or being present with these highly wholesome states, we include what we know of the best parts of the person, but we also can fully acknowledge their humanity. We can acknowledge and send wishes no matter how that person is, including the behaviors that have been problematic or that we don't like. In fact, sending wishes from that framework, I'm sending these to you, including everything. We grow our capacity for more wholesome qualities in this heart mind to wish all beings well as we struggle. We all each struggle with this business of being human. We grow our capacity to empathetically feel how we could easily be subject to exactly the same conditions as someone experiences when they act the way they act and suffer the way they suffer. We grow our capacity to feel happy about good fortune that others experience. We grow our capacity to send others wishes for balance of mind, not to be thrown by ups and downs. And we we grow these for ourselves as well. So I appreciate this quote from the humanist psychologist Carl Rogers, who wrote, The curious paradox is that when I can accept myself just as I am, then I can change. So much of our Buddhist practice, whether in meditation or daily life, is about becoming fully aware of ourselves and our experiences just as they are, fully accepting that they are as they have come to be in this moment, and the same about others. By training the mind to be here, now, and know things as they are now, interestingly enough, that knowing starts to transform us. Inclining the mind in these directions, these four directions I've mentioned, begins to change the heart, mind, and body. As we become aware of what's unwholesome or causes suffering, and aware of what's wholesome and leads in the direction of freedom from suffering, over time, the unwholesome may fall away, especially as choice opens up and it becomes apparent to us that we no longer want to go down the rabbit hole of unfortunate choices, but instead to choose things that we have come to understand are more freeing. So with those thoughts, um, let's begin our meditation together. Allowing the body just as it is right now in this moment. Allowing how the emotions are.
right now, how are they? No need to change them or fix them. Body, heart, and allowing this mind as it is right now. It could be any way. It could be quiet or active, distracted or very focused, foggy or clear. However the mind is, however the heart is, Uh, however the body is. Receiving that information, allowing it, recognizing what's going on And also allowing whatever feels supportive to help yourself settle into the meditation. Could be taking some deeper breaths. Could be adjusting the posture. Perhaps bringing in any ease or softening or release that may want to happen or simple recognition of what is present and seems to want to remain for now. Accepting arising and passing, or arising, or persisting, at whatever pace that happens. Not pulling anything towards us, not needing to push anything away. Full acceptance of whatever is being received in awareness. That it is here and it is now just the way it is. And experiences are free to come and go as they will on their own.
experiences can be acknowledged and known for how they are. They can shift how they shift if they shift. And the heart, mind, and body can be present for anything that is visiting. Or however long it wants to be known, seen, sensed, felt. There are no right or wrong experiences. Whatever is happening is going on as it will. And awareness is doing the job, the gentle job of noticing, knowing, experiencing. As with all guided meditations, please feel free to use whatever is said as a support when it fits, or to let my voice fade into the background if it doesn't fit or you're working with something else. Being present for what is happening in you at this moment. And if it's supportive, perhaps sending yourself wishes, kind inclinations of mind towards self-acceptance, 
not trying to like everything about yourself or your life or approve of everything. A simple self-acceptance that things are with you as they are in this particular moment. Or if there's someone else who comes more strongly to mind to whom you'd like to wish this self-acceptance of how they are in the same sense of the phrase, either approving nor disapproving, simply that things are with this person as they are in this moment, wishing them self-acceptance. If it's supportive for you, you may softly, very softly say phrases like the ones I'll share in a moment as a quiet whisper in the mind. May you accept yourself just as you are in this moment. Or if you're saying these phrases for yourself, may I accept myself as I am in this moment. Allowing that causes and conditions have shaped the thoughts, words, and state of being that is present in this moment. Recognizing that some of those conditions were set in motion by others. Other conditions were set in motion by you. By the culture we live in. The conditions have come to be like this in this moment.
May you accept yourself as you have come to be right here and now. And as we continue in silence, feel free to repeat these phrases or create your own that fit what's arising or present for you or for your wishes for yourself or the other person. Whatever fits best.
And as we come to the end of this meditation, may we and all people come to acknowledge, know, and accept how they have come to be in this moment. And may that knowledge then allow us to unfold in the direction of freedom. So one of the wonderful things about participating in a group like this is that we can be fully who we are with our uh, Dharma acquaintances and Dharma friends um, in this group as we share. And we're not obliged to share any of our deep, dark secrets. <laughs> we can share whatever feels comfortable. So what we usually do is we break into small breakout groups of just three people. So it's a pretty uh, comfortable size to share in. And um, we share in such a way that we just put one comment in about how the evening has affected us or what's coming up in our practice right now. One comment at a time, and then let the next person take their turn and the next, and go around the circle multiple times that way, while the people who are uh, listening simply listen. They don't offer advice or opinions or crosstalk. So we're also practicing at the same time the kindness of being fully um listening, fully listening to the other person and listening to what's arising inside oneself at the same time, which can be, many of you know, quite active in itself. So with that, here we go for 10 minutes into the breakout rooms. And I'm sorry, the timer is probably wrong, but I'll, I'll uh, call you back in 10 minutes. <laughs> 